0: So hello, folks, and welcome to another episode from the Sales Chat Show, the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward in the virtual Sales Chat Show studio, recording this episode around COVID-19 lockdowns and all sorts of um, challenges that are facing us all moving around. is Mr. Phil Jessen, Mr. Graham Jones, and I am Simon Hazeldean. And uh, this episode has been inspired by... Um, a, a call Phil received from one of his clients, and uh, this episode is entitled "Are You Feeling Desperate?" Here is the desperate salesperson's guide to revenue generation. Now, I know that that might, at first hearing, sound a little bit dramatic, but Phil, it is actually based on a on a real kind of interaction with a client so you know Please, please share 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 away
1: well just to make this come alive his name is Steve and uh, he runs a business that is into studio lighting and events management and all of that stuff uh, including some bits of kit that they provide for uh, strictly come dancing our favorite tv program of course um but you speak for yourself there you go um but since the arrival of uh, mr covid his business has reduced by yeah. 60% so the the message that i got was uh, hi mate my business is struggling i'm 60% down and i need some ideas etc etc so that's the scenario that you might like to be yeah thinking about and i don't claim to have the single right answer, but I can tell you what I said to the lovely Steve, of course. Um, And I I think I've always liked that definition that business is very simple. It's about selling products and services that don't come back to customers that do. And within that definition, you've got those two core ingredients of the products stroke services and the customers stroke markets and if as a listener you wanted to draw a matrix on this you'll end up with the good old and soft matrix of which of course you've got existing products into existing markets new products into existing markets uh, and then, then of course the other way around existing products into new markets and then new products into new markets that's so same. this
0: is the classic four box matrix yep. and and gives you those four permutations yep. just visually so that people exactly and if if
1: them. you wanted to google it it's a n s o double f and soft matrix so um i i said to steve that the first thing he needed to do was to stop shouldering all of the the blame and the pain for this, and bearing in mind he's got a management team yeah. as well as uh, 30, 40 other people, uh, I suggested that what he really needed to do was to get the management team together and in a enjoyable, fun, creative way, work his way around this matrix. So my first question to him was, well, let's have a look at the top left hand box so to speak existing products into existing markets Um, if he's telling me that he's lost 60 percent of his business and of course it sits in that box um, the question for him and his management team is what do they need to do to get some of those customers back and what do they need to do to prevent that 60 percent becoming 70 percent and i said to steve Just go for a a low number of of useful ideas. Ask, Ask the management team to come up with three or four ideas on that question alone. And working my way around the other boxes on the matrix, I said top right, of course, you've got new products into existing markets. What three ideas have your team got on that? Bottom left, you've got existing products into new markets, which tends to take longer So I said to him, that's probably not a box for this side of Christmas. It might be a box for the first quarter of next year. And then you've got the very, very blue sky box, bottom right, so to speak, new products into new markets. And the other thing I suggested to him was that if he produced with his management team a a fairly random collection of 12, 13, 14 ideas in there somewhere would be a couple of absolute gems. And I said, if you're looking for a role model on this, uh, it's James Dyson. He's constantly working his way around that matrix, spending a fortune to get nowhere and being comfortable with it, knowing that he will arrive in a place that will generate lots of revenue as he (coughs) keeps moving from one product idea to another. So interestingly, Steve has decided to call this Project Dyson and indeed work (laughs) his way around that matrix with his management team with donuts and coffee on the table uh, rather than tears and tissues.
0: Yeah, I think that is is, um, a great way to structure a brainstorm, I suppose, for want of a better... And having just a few things that I've learned over the years, having run a number of these kind of sessions, is some phrases that I was taught the best, you get good ideas by getting lots of ideas and also separate the idea generation process from the idea analysis. So keep the ideas flowing, lots of post-its, just get them up on. You can do this virtually as well, you know, use whiteboards in Microsoft Teams or in Zoom, et cetera, you know, can be done virtually, but just keep the ideas coming, have someone as a scribe, then go through those, and, and encourage funny ideas, silly ideas as well, so that the minute somebody goes, oh, Graham, that won't work, you know, that's killing off the creative creative process. Yeah. But I think also, Phil, like your point of you don't get, the, get lots of brains on it, get a diversity yeah. of people and brains on it. You don't have to sit there, you know, particularly if people are feeling more isolated working at home. What a great opportunity for a team building, involving people, getting some energy and motivation back in you.
1: Yeah, and and, and just on that point, uh, Simon, uh, if ever I've been working with a a company where uh, we need an away day, uh, I always suggest that it's not the board that goes on the away day because they as a team have got a, a vested interest in the past and have probably contributed to the problem. Um, I always suggest that the chief executive creates a strategic working party, which may well include members of the board, but it can include the newest recruit in the team with three days experience. It can include Mr. Difficult who can't stop whinging and whining, uh, but mainly because he's not yet part of a senior team. And when he is part of a senior team, uh, he behaves very, very well, uh, and so it goes on. A good cross-section is really yeah. what you're after.
0: And the uh, the second stage of the process that I was taught is once you've done that, <clears throat> we then sort of have matrix number two, where, in if I recall, I think the first time it was how easy or hard is it on the horizontal line and, and from a revenue point of view, what's high, low, and then get all of those post-it notes or whatever notes and then work out what sits in each what sits in each quadrant and then uh, you know similar to your approach then start attacking the stuff that's easy go for you go for you go for your, yeah. go for uh, your low I, hanging fruit first I,
1: I think you're right and just just a short circuit that I, I think in steve's case because i know him quite well i think if his team end up with solutions that are low on cost low on time Highly feasible are going to go down well with the customers, yeah, and will produce some quick wins as well as longer term wins, etc. etc. They are all the ingredients of the matrix that you've just referred to, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, perfect. I mean, it's just a slightly, you know,
0: just a different way of analyzing the, yeah. The other, the other thing that I've, I've, I don't, I could, I think I can almost say without fear of hesitation. I've never had a salesperson go through what I'm going to suggest and not find new sales opportunities. And it's just white space or windows of opportunity analysis, Excel spreadsheet, your products and services down one or across the top or down down the side, customers down the other, and then just go through and put a little cross in the box where they currently buy it from you and then find out where your gaps are. And then just start speaking to those customers because existing customers is usually fastest and easiest. You're yeah. on the books. Have a have a look and just say, Mister or Missus customer, I notice you, you've never bought this product or service from us, but seventy five percent of our customers do.
1: Yeah. I
0: just wonder if this is worth us having a conversation. I think I think almost I can't I can't remember anybody who's not done it properly and that yeah. has not got some sales revenue out of that, no, out I, of that I, I think
1: that's an excellent point as i mentioned i, th- I think new products into existing customers yeah. is easier than existing products into new yeah, markets that just, will take longer to set it up
0: and i've i've had so many stories of people tell me over the years that they go and they go and have the conversation hey, mr jones did you know you know we you know and then they often will say i didn't know you did that i didn't know you made that i didn't know you provided that service oh, i wish you told me about that <laughs> to you know because customers put you in boxes they put mm. you in boxes for certain product sectors and they're probably you think they're aware of everything you do Um, they're not they're absolutely they're absolutely not mr jones your thoughts on <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: i've sat here very quietly haven't i because Clearly, uh, I've got something controversial to say about all this. Here we go. Yeah, Here, here we, we go. go.
0: <laughs> it's going to be um, something like, should we scrap sales targets, Phil? I can feel it coming. coming. Well, you should.
2: There is plenty of evidence to suggest they don't work, but that's in another episode. Um, but this could go down as a classic episode like that did, because much of what you said is fine, and I would agree with, but there's some key points that... Uh, are a problem at the moment, and which the evidence
0: is, I'm afraid, against you. Okay. So <laughs> we, we stand, we stand as always. Because, you be see, you've scattered. been falling
2: victim to these high-tech people, these internet people who suggest to you that online whiteboarding is a highly successful alternative to real-world <laughs> whiteboarding. I'm afraid the evidence is, is way is against not. that. Yeah. That the evidence of how many ideas get produced uh, in a face-to-face whiteboard kind of meeting, flip chart meeting, and what happens online, is that the online thing is you may as well have not bothered in the first place, because uh, the amount uh, of ideas okay. that are produced is woefully inadequate. And it appears to be the technology is getting in the way. So people are too busy trying to use the technology and they stop thinking. Um, And so actually it is not anywhere near a good replacement. And what we do know is that when you get, when you talk about getting ideas out of people, we know that actually putting a group of people together to generate ideas in brainstorming produces far fewer ideas than if those people are left on their own to develop the ideas. So um, brainstorming doesn't work either uh, in terms of generating new ideas. Uh, however, brainstorming is really important as a trigger to those new ideas. Okay. So here's, okay. here's the problem we have because of COVID. One of the issues is that we can't get people together. If you're in lockdown, you can't physically get people in the same space and what we do know is that when people are physically together they generate more ideas than when they are virtual so one of the problems of being virtual is creativity and getting new ideas out which you're going to need to fill this 60% gap in in your sales you need that creativity so you've you've given some really good you know methods the ansoff matrix and so on to get those ideas but actually doing that virtually is gonna be less productive than doing it physically in the same room as somebody else. And Mm -hmm. we can't do that at the moment. So uh, there's one problem. Uh, The other problem is when you are isolated, when you're working from home, and many salespeople are gonna be working from home more and more now than ever before, and that's likely to stay permanent. Unfortunately, your cognitive processes suffer a bit and you become less creative. So we need other solutions to do this and what, what one experiment that i've done with businesses to show them how um, their regular brainstorming doesn't work is to get people together um and i've done this in the past in you know lovely hotels um to show them what what works you get people together you get them brainstorming in a couple of groups and you give them, say, 20 minutes to produce a list of ideas, you know, your three top ideas, and they debate those over. And then after 20 minutes, you say, Have you got any more ideas? And they go, No, we've run out. You know, we can't, can't produce anything. We've run out. And I say, Okay, I want everybody now to go out for about half an hour, three quarters of an hour. And I want them, I want you to go out on your own, completely on your own. So, you know, one of you can go and go on the putting green, one can go swimming. You know, one can go and lie down in their room, one can go and have a coffee, but you must not talk to anybody about what you've just done and go away on your own and come back in three quarters of an hour. In three quarters of an hour, everybody comes back and they produce twice as many ideas as they did when they were in the group. And one of the impacts of the group is it starts people thinking and producing those ideas, but it inhibits the production of further ideas. And so what you need to do is be on your own. So one thing I think that you could do... In COVID is because you can meet one other person socially when you're in lockdown uh, I would meet them and go for a walk because the walk will physically help you be more creative and mm. um, I would you know sit down in a coffee shop or something and produce some ideas and then go for a walk afterwards when you're just talking about you know the the pretty canal that you're walking past and just generally chewing the fat over life and the universe and everything and then you go back to what you've written down and you'll both produce twice as many ideas than when you left the coffee shop and so there, there are plenty of studies that, that show that so to to produce these ideas that's what I would do I would get together with one other person um, and just generate ideas and the, the other thing is that in lockdown and in COVID your friend Steve with his 60% reduction he is going to be really negative and be thinking negatively even though he wants to be positive mm. but he's inevitably going to think negative because all the media and everything is telling him the world's ending and the stock market's going down and yeah so everything is negative and that's because he ends up looking at the glass half empty and the crucial thing is that the glass is always full and people forget the glass is always full the glass is never half empty it's always full because it's full halfway up it's full of water molecules and then the remaining half is full of air molecules so once you start realizing the glass is never ever empty it's always full you can begin to start changing your attitude and then you can start being more positive and so that you, being more positive under mm, covid lockdown is really mm, important to business owners
0: mm. so you're you're saying that the, the kind of the brainstorming idea stimulates yeah. The process, starts the process yeah. and then what's some sort of process of incubation is better for, for or it's
2: basically your subconscious that's getting to work yeah. I, mean, I, yeah I bet i'm not the only person who's been to a party or some social gathering and somebody walks in and you go oh, i know who that is but i can't remember their name mm. and you spend the entire evening avoiding them because you don't want to be embarrassed by not knowing their name yeah and you leave the event and you get home and you go oh, remember their name and you go to sleep and at four o'clock in the morning you are woken up and you just wake up and go angela yeah and you think why have i just thought of their name now and then of course you go back to sleep and then you wake up three or four hours later and go i still can't remember who that was because what's (laughs) happening is your brain has been given a subconscious a process you've gone i can't remember who that is so your subconscious goes okay i'll find it in your in my memory and it goes off and finds it and then says well, this was so important to you earlier, I better wake you up. So it wakes you up. And then your subconscious goes, well, I've done that job now, so I don't need to remember it anymore. And that's why you can't consciously remember it. So if you go to brainstorming, you give your subconscious a job to do of trying to think some more ideas. And then you go off and you just talk about, you know, the walk, the, yeah, what you think of, Boris Johnson, or whatever else it is you want to talk about, there's nothing to do with the work, and your subconscious is in the background working away because you gave yourself a problem half an hour ago, yeah. and when you get back, it's found the answer for
1: you. Your your comments, Graham, have, uh, have reminded me of a couple of situations where uh, I've seen uh, brainstorming in a group backfire badly, i.e. I'm being in support of your comments now, uh, but I, I, I've been in a meeting where... Uh, somebody suggested an idea and the director in the room said can we actually have ideas that work please rather than any idea (laughs) and I've also been in meetings as I'm sure you have where the junior people in the room don't actually contribute because they feel outclassed outperformed whatever by the more senior well-established probably more vocal ones <laughs> so that that would um, lend itself to your idea of starting the process but yeah. building in the, uh, the the working in pairs or indeed working on your own yeah there's lots, that's lots, of, you... Sorry, lots of
2: psychological things you've got to think about here that you know you put junior people in they become reticent to speak so actually you need to separate them off into their own group uh, so they can produce their own ideas. And I've done that before and found that they produce far better ideas than the senior managers ever did. Um, and so uh, separate them off. You also got to think about gender balance. Uh, women are often more reticent to produce ideas uh, in a group um, and because they just want the group to get on with each other. So they don't introduce as many ideas as men who are competitive about, you know, I've got this best idea. Uh, So you need to think about gender balance, age balance, experience. It's not just putting people together to come up with ideas. If If Steve wants to produce the best ideas, he needs to plan how he's going to put groups of people together to come up with ideas.
0: Yeah oh that's fascinating that fascinating uh, research you know I'm just here doing my best to come up with the ideas and then Graham just comes in and takes your legs out from under view with the science
1: well, <laughs> well, he's, uh, he's, he, he, he is of course a professor you know oh well ex- well uh, no no
0: and, and then that that's been that's great that's 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 a lot, but also, that's no, a lot that... of that's a lot of food for thought yeah. isn't but it the, 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 but the, making the, it work
2: yeah but the the point is that all those kind of techniques like the and soft matrix and all the, you know, the quadrants and doing all of that work is a good grounding for the beginning of your yeah. Um, exercise. Yeah. 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 Get the brain going, let the subconscious part work, go out and do some physical yeah. exercise with a walk with one other person. You'll come back and you'll fill in more parts yeah. of that, yeah. no, I, that I, matrix. I, then
1: I could, I could certainly sense that he was traumatized by his, current situation and doing very little about it so you're absolutely right some of these structures and tools will get him moving but they won't in themselves uh, do the whole thing
0: yeah i think uh, you know their role if nothing else as a motivational engagement vehicle as well just to change people's energy change people's mood change how people are feeling um, and then great and adding Graham's fantastic points about then allow the individual to so make sure you're in your process if you're incorporating Graham's thinking there that something's in there to make sure you don't miss those things that people suddenly yeah. come up because I normally do it when I'm out running you know I, an idea yeah. pops into your head people often report where do you get your best ideas in the shower in the bath when you're relaxing when you're walking the dog when you're gardening when you're any activity where the brain's functioning functioning slightly differently and a up up they fire from the unconscious subconscious don't they yeah and they they fight and so yeah yeah, so i think
2: you've got to capture those ideas yeah the moment they come because otherwise you'll have forgotten them again because your subconscious goes i've done the job now and it just forgets it so you've got to capture it and so i would always you know record it on your phone and if people don't know how to use the audio recorder on their phone then it's easy phone yourself phone your own number and you'll be <laughs> diverted immediately to voicemail
0: to absolutely right capture but I think as well you know cautionary tale is fills. you know that sort of thing are we actually going to get some good ideas that's not what you're after at this stage you're after ideas Yeah, yeah and ideas lead to ideas and eventually yeah. some of those will like the Dyson approach you, you only need one or two really great ideas probably to dig yourself out of some of the current challenges that people yeah. have. And I absolutely empathize and sympathize that people are going to feel a bit paralyzed at the moment by the, yeah. by the situation. You know, that is a, that is a tough burden I think for sales leaders, sales managers to carry on their own, carry on their own shoulders and it could be your 18 year old wet behind the ears in your opinion yes brand new recruit indeed who doesn't really understand the world of business particularly like you do who comes up with the absolute killer idea providing you give her the chance to have her say yeah. and it's not dismissed because she's the most junior member or he's the most junior member of the of the team you know that's a sure. fresh pair of eyes this is why diversity i think of you know, cognitive diversity and all sorts of other diversity is an important mm. part of the process. You know, you want to okay. get some good. Wow. Well, we hope those uh, have given you some food for thought folks. No, no pun intended on that. And, you know, get, get those, get those brains in your organization, thinking, working together, working independently, paying attention to what Graham was showing about the, you know, the research into, into, into brainstorming and, um, you know some of this you may have to do some of this virtually at the moment but be again be creative what opportunities might you be able to create you know that would allow you to do it more effectively and safely obviously at, at some stage as the situation situation moves forwards but We've got to have a different different ideas, different thoughts, because you know the old cliches, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're gonna keep getting what you've been getting. So, you know, how do you how do you find different ways, different thoughts, different ideas that will get you different results and then you know hopefully start to plug some of those revenue shortcomings that many many, sadly many businesses are experiencing because of the challenging situation that everybody is facing well guys thank you very much for your um, your time and energy for this episode Mr. Phil Jess and Mr. Graham Jones I'm Simon Hazeldean 160 plus episodes of the sales chat show now in the back catalogue uh, available at our website saleschatshow.com or from whichever platform you prefer to get your podcast from we're listed on all the major platforms so uh listen away to your to your heart's content and we just like to wish you you know good luck and good good revenue idea generating folks thank you very much for listening